Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hello, and welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Uh, some of us, you might be your first time listening to us because we have uh, taken a little bit of a break hiatus here, but uh, season three, season three of 5-Minute Film Finder, we're here. Woohoo! And uh, first time for everything, Jamie and I yeah. are in the studio together. Our first time. How have we, it's kind of like a wanted curve the bullet situation where it's like <laughs> every time there's an episode <laughs> recorded. We're like never together. Yeah. This is the first time. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm surprised people didn't think we were the same person. That's true. Yeah. We're just yeah. really talented at accents. <laughs> we throw it on. Yeah. Um, we have admittedly kind of a weird episode for you today. <laughs> it's a, I, at least my pick is, I would say the best way to describe it is a weird movie. Yes. Um, yours is just a classic comedy. Yeah. It's great. Um, we are ends of the spectrum there. Yes. Opposite ends of the spectrum, yeah. both from Canopy and Hoop. We're mm-hmm. just covering all our bases today. Yeah. Uh, we are so excited to be back in the studio uh, producing content for you guys. Um, if this is your first time joining us, uh, breakdown of the show, we have five minutes each to talk about a movie that is streaming on one of these streaming platforms brought to you by your Pioneer Library card. Um, 100% check these movies out. We take the time to meet and discuss, and we try to really find some winners for you. So thank you guys so much for all the love and support, and then also, too, for checking out the films that we are recommending. Um uh, house cleaning notes. So mm-hmm. season three, uh, we have a lot of content for you guys. Um, something that I do want to mention is that we are going to be releasing for the time being uh, two episodes a month as opposed to episode every week. Uh, so we uh, ask that you guys bear with us in the meantime. We're going to make sure that we can produce some quality t- content for you guys, um, not necessarily cranking something out every month or every week and, and kind of, you know, getting a little... You know, avoiding burnout, I think, is right. being a transparent way to say it. So we, we want to make sure that we are here and excited and bring that energy every time. Um, Jamie is behind the scenes. I just need to rag on you for a second. Has Aww. been stepping up her game and uh, has taken over a lot of editing and setting up. Uh, Jamie, you are learning all the things when it comes I to am. podcasting. Ben has been my teacher, our producer, Ben, and other podcast hosts. He's yeah. been teaching me how to set up the headphones and the microphone. And I've done some editing uh, with Ben's shadowing, but of course that's been a while. I probably need to I need a refresher, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's really fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's great, and it's exciting to see. I mean, you yourself, you're you're hosting and bringing people on, and you know, coercing people into joining <laughs> us. <laughs> you will watch this movie. You will, you will talk it. about it. <laughs> With me. <laughs> With us, yes. But yeah, uh, 100% we are excited to be back for you guys, season three. Uh, we're going to try some new things. Uh, we're going to experiment with some formulas. But that all being said, I say we just hop into it and talk about some movies, Jamie. All right, I'm ready. Um, I'm going to be a gentleman. And uh, you know this, how the saying goes, uh, <laughs> Jamie's first. Yeah. <laughs> all Jamie's first. Heck yeah. So uh, Jamie, if, uh, yes, Wilhelm, if you will set the timer for us. And then Jamie, when you are ready... Tell us about the film that you have picked for this week. Okay. I am ready, so Wilhelm can get going. Okay. So I chose Waiting for Guffman. It is available on Canopy. It's a 1996 mockumentary comedy film written by Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy. It was directed by Christopher Guest. And, of course, he's very famous for his mockumentaries um, and improv style. The Best in Show, mm-hmm. Mighty Wind. For your consideration, it's best in show. I would say is probably his most well-known mm-hmm. one. Maybe it was the first one I saw. Yeah, at least. Um, but. I actually think a Mighty Wind was the first one I saw. Really? Yeah, I came to I came to him late. So gotcha. he's also well known as playing Count Rugen in 
the Princess Bride, the Six Fingered Man. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he's very good. Uh, this movie is rated R, and all of the like the dialogue is all improvised. There was no actual script. They had an outline and they kind of developed their characters. But the dialogue is improvised. Except for the the music is original songs written by Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shearer, who were his co-stars in This Is Spinal Tap. Yes, which is also, I know, but that's not directed by Christopher Guest. It's Rob Reiner, but still, yeah, yeah, he started it. You know, these go to 11. Yep. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So the title is a reference to the Samuel Beckett play Waiting for Godot. Mm. This is about the small town of Blaine, Missouri. They are celebrating their 150th anniversary, and they are going to have put on a community theater production called Red, White, and Blaine, chronicling <laughs> the town's history. And it's going to be performed and directed by Corky St. Clair, who is played by Christopher Guest. And I'm just going to side note his look. <laughs> it's I mean, just everything. he's got this terrible bull haircut. <laughs> The it, one it's, earring. Yeah, the, yeah. It's, oh man, I love it. I just, how can you not laugh when he comes on screen? Mm-hmm. So, and uh, he holds auditions for the roles, and we meet our cast of characters who are going to try and out for this play or musical. So, we have married travel agents and local amateur performers, Ron and Sheila, played by Fred Willard and Catherine O'Hara. Which, uh, Fred Willard, rest <sighs> in peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love Fred Willard. So, and Catherine O'Hara, not dead. Yes. But great. Still amazing. <laughs> um, and I think they've done they've done a lot of Christopher Guest stuff, too. Yeah. Like um, all these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. They're all, all in them. So, and then we've got Dr. Alan Pearl, a dentist, played by Eugene Levy. Mm-hmm. Another so, familiar face. Yes. Yeah. And then Libby Mae Brown, a Dairy Queen employee, played by <laughs> indie queen Parker Posey, who also, I think is the best at chewing gum. Oh, she, the best. Yes. Which I have to give a shout out. So our manager here at the library, um, Caroline Dolworth, her favorite film is, uh, is it, remind me, is it Party Girl? Is that what it's called? That Yeah, the library, she plays the librarian. Yeah, she plays yes. the librarian. That's Parker Posey, yes. isn't it? So yeah, yeah she, it always, she always tells us, she's like, talk about Party Girl on, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. So that's the so, shout out for this episode. Um, I mean, I guess uh, Guest, you know, he knew like all of the other cast members, but with her, he didn't really know her beforehand. And he cast her after just a 10 minute conversation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize. Yeah. And then we have um, some of the smaller parts. Clifford Woolley, a taxidermist played by Louis Arquette. And do you know who he is the father of? I'm I'm assuming it's a Patricia or no, David Arquette. David Arquette, Patricia, Rosanna, Alexis. Oh, wow. The whole Arquette clan. Okay, very cool. And then we've got Johnny Savage, a mechanic who's played by Matt Keesler. And he apparently was the only one who really had no history of improv acting. Oh, okay. And uh, then we got Bob Balaban as Lloyd Miller, the show's musical director. So, yeah, this movie is is hilarious. They... uh, you see them kind of start rehearsing for the musical, and at one point, Corky leaves because the, the town council will not give him, city council won't give him more money. He wants like $100,000 or something. Like, we can't afford that. So The small Missouri town. Yes. So he leaves, but they, they get him back. And uh, yeah, and the, the title, Waiting for Guffman, it's about he invites a Broadway producer, Mort Guffman, to come see the show, and he gets everyone's hopes up mm-hmm. that... You know, if he likes it, it might go to Broadway. Going to Broadway. So I will not spoil what happens, but yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, we've got a, a cameo by David Cross. Yeah, uh, from yeah. Arrested Development. With hair. Yeah. David Cross with hair. Really weird. I know. <laughs> and apparently Bob Odenkirk um, is in a, in the hallway scene with the audition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's seen dressed as a vampire, and I guess he was actually <laughs> cast as a minister, but his time, his role got cut due to... Um, to schedule probably, a conflict but yeah probably time anyway mm-hmm. i think uh, my time's almost up but do you have a favorite song from the musical 
I oh man okay so obviously I don't think you know Red White and Blaine's pretty great yeah. um, the the alien song yeah I think nothing ever the... happens on Mars <laughs> yeah and Stool Boom I I, was, <laughs> I cannot decide between those two so it's all it's just a really funny movie yeah it's great it is it's great I don't want to take up I think you're out of time yeah, pretty just much about, but there we go I do want to say one last thing the scene at the there's one line where Corky mentions that. Uh, kids if they have a remains of the day lunchbox then mm-hmm. they're a lot happier he has a little gift shop that he is selling trinkets you know, art <laughs> yeah. things and yeah and i just that just cracked me up so. there's there are some genuinely uh, you know and we're, we're over our time but there yeah. are some genuinely like just funny for it being ad-libbed yeah. there are some like hilarious smart jokes mm-hmm. and so dry yes. i mean it's so dry but it's like in the intro, they're talking about how Blaine was founded by um, Blaine. I forget the guy's last name, oh. uh, but it's like this frontiersman, and they talk about just how like he convinced <laughs> all the pioneer people that they were in California, yes. but it was just low tide, so mm-hmm. the water wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, and they're actually sorry, guys. We're actually in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're near California. Yeah. It's so. just there are so many. It's so dry. Yeah, but it's so great. And I, I'm sorry, I got to mention my actual, my absolute favorite scene. And I think if we film like a promo video for this, we need to act out this dance scene. But okay. Quirky, when he's in his apartment rehearsing his dance scene, he, yeah. he's wearing a t-shirt and a little crop sweater and these baggy jeans. And apparently those jeans were on backwards. They were so big <laughs> that he put them on backwards. Of and he just does this kind of like a little grapevine move. And it, I just, I've watched, I rewind that and watch uh-huh. it. Again and again, and apparently Eugene Levy on set, you know, it was improvised, and Eugene Levy was having such a hard time keeping it together that he had to leave the set because sure. he didn't want to disrupt the flow, you know. So, which in anyway. turn, I read that so Eugene Levy's character wears glasses, oh, and yeah, when he takes yeah. the glasses off, it's, it's hiding his lazy, lazy eye. eye. <laughs> I read that Fred Willard didn't know that until oh. the musical scene, and so when he took it off, Fred finally saw and had to leave because yeah. he was laughing oh, so man. hard. Um, hysterical uh, who would you do you have anybody that you would like recommend this film to well, any certain like audience people i mean obviously other people of fans of christopher guest or any of the actors in the movie i'd say also maybe if you're a fan of monty python sure yeah you know, kind of similar very dry similar like vibes. low budget yeah yeah which of. is gonna in turn be my my film choice as right. well as low budget but yeah, yeah dry humor absolutely oh, man i think that's fans of improv meryl streep's favorite movie oh I read. yeah Meryl Streep's wow. favorite movie, so nice. something to consider. Hey, Meryl, are you listening? Yeah, of course she is. Yeah, yeah of course she is. Hey, Meryl. <laughs> well, that is a great pick to start yeah. us off for season three. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with my pick of the week, and we'll see you very soon. Summer is officially here, and we at the Pioneer Library System are here with an update on the Summer Learning Challenge traveling programs. Check out your local library for date and times on Yoga with Alpacas. Adventure in Science, Shark Attack with the Science Museum of Oklahoma. Screen Printing 101, Creating a Custom Tote Bag. Keeping Traditions Alive with Will Hill. And a Community Art Project with the Oklahoma City Museum of Art. All of these date and times you should check with your local library or online at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Make sure to log your points on Beanstack and earn prizes. We'll see you very soon at your local library. And welcome back to 5-Minute Film Finder Season 3. I am here, Kendall. I don't know if I said that before. I'm assuming people know my voice, but hopefully they know my voice by this point. But Kendall. Everybody knows you. Me, Kendall. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> me, you, Jamie. Nice to meet you. Yeah. 
here with Jamie in the studio. Uh, we are, again, so excited to be back for you guys. Um, Jamie's pick of the week was Waiting for Guffman, a great choice. I, Whenever you told me that, by the way, I was so excited. Yeah. We had a plan behind the scenes to do a film that was actually leaving the platform, so we kind of had to do a last-minute scramble with mine. Yes. Uh, but Waiting for Guffman has been on the books. Yeah. Uh, classic movie. Seek out Waiting for Guffman. Can't talk enough about it. Uh, also, Michael McKean, by the way. Oh, I know we're supposed yeah. to move on, but I love Michael McKean. Just yeah. just with writing and you know music and stuff, he's great in Better Call Saul. If you oh, watched I've Better not Call watched Saul. that yet. He's in I it. Mean, it's very good. I he's he's uh, Saul's brother. Aww. Um, nice. I like him. Yeah. yeah way off topic. <laughs> 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 so we're gonna launch in. Uh, Wilhelm is getting my stop clock ready and starting it. <laughs> now so my pick of the week is going to be a little different <laughs> a little different just a, you know a just lot, a little i would say a lot different yeah. <laughs> it's uh the movie bad taste by peter jackson which i'd never heard of until you came and told me no it's and i don't blame you though because this movie first off peter jackson is i mean this is the whole reason it's a great movie you should see this because this is his film debut this yeah. is his feature film debut peter jackson yes you're thinking correctly it's, lord of the rings yeah. you know the frighteners uh, uh not i almost said they live uh dead alive is that what it is he did some oh, more movie yeah. after this that was that was i think yeah it's worth watching just brain to dead. see yeah but this is like humble humble beginnings of peter jackson <laughs> <laughs> this movie you know you look at you know, Return of the King, million oh, dollar, God. billion dollar yes. return. This movie was made for 25,000 US dollars. Um, Peter Jackson, Man. you might not know, he's from New Zealand, um, hence why they filmed there and all that good stuff in Lord of the Rings. But this was Peter Jackson, 25 year old Peter Jackson, grassroots making a movie. And man, you can tell. But it's great. It's <laughs> it really is good. And I think, did it start as a short film? It started as a short yeah, film. Because I was expanded. like, it kind of felt like it. Yeah. yeah. But this film, I'll tell you a synopsis. It's called Bad Taste. It was in 1987. Um, real quick, it's not rated. It's on Hoopla. It's not rated because, again, it was so small. <laughs> the ratings bureau and stuff really wasn't even on their radar. Uh, the synopsis is the population of a small town disappears and is replaced by aliens that chase human flesh for their intergal- intergalactic <laughs> fast food chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to unpack yeah. there. Yeah. Um, which is funny because like really that's that's the whole movie. Yes. There, there's nothing <laughs> I mean nothing I mean, I was surprised. I felt like there wasn't a lot of dialogue and yeah. it just it starts off just immediately. Yep. Like, fighting and, and there's gunfights and there's no relaxation there's no, no downtime Mm-mm. in this movie at least the horror movies a lot of times you know towards the end is when you have the big showdown you sure. might have a few kills throughout but um this is it just, just it starts yeah. off with a bang and, and you know it's interesting because even for it being i mean absolutely bare bones this movie was made over years yes. and filming on the weekends yeah. with his friends but it's like even the editing i mean it, it, you're right it moves like there's mm-hmm. actually good like filmmaking going on you know for it being <laughs> yeah. a young peter jackson in his career um he plays two characters he actually plays like a, a, a kind of non-verbal alien mm-hmm. um which is you know if you've seen him before you can recognize him he has recognizable facial hair but he actually plays a title character um named derek that has his face sh- like shaved yeah and i, I did didn't not recognize i him. didn't either no completely different like Derek is this weird like nerdy like, kind of reminded me of um Tom Baker's Doctor Who yeah like he had a scarf and, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely so. that humor for sure they even make a Doctor Who joke in yeah. it, I'm pretty sure too they talk about like the aliens and they're like oh maybe they arrived in a telephone box right yeah um so they're definitely aware you know I think in that scenario yeah. but 
I mean, really, the whole movie is just these, like, four or five guys. They hear about these aliens that look like men in blue shirts. <laughs> you know, people are going missing, so they go to, like, they're, like, paramilitary. They go to, like, take these aliens out. And just a, them. In yeah. a house. There's gunfights. Um, rocket launchers. Rocket launchers. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to stay for the squeamish out there. This movie is disgusting. It's gory. I and I don't like gore. Sure. I, you know, and I like horror movies, but I'm you know I watch them with my hands over my eyes pretty much. And mm-hmm. so I spent most. I didn't see half this movie. Yeah. I was, oh, it's know, constantly. So. There's. I mean, and that's. I'm glad you brought that up because like. So Peter Jackson was so influenced by Tom Savini. I don't know if you know who that is, but um, he's a special effects artist. I mean, he Mm -hmm. is like the special effects horror in the 80s and 70s. Like he did Dawn of the Dead and all that stuff. And he was in Knight Riders, which I believe London and I discussed on the show. Shout out. Yeah, he does some some acting here and there. Like I think he's in Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez's um, From Dust Till Dawn. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like Tom Savini is a hero in the FX, this is special effects world. And that was a huge influence on this movie. Um, there's yeah. a scene where like, Peter Jackson's alien is like using a spoon to like oh, eat brains God. out of a body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just so ridiculous. It's but so crazy. I, I want to say though, it's so like schlocky horror B movie, but it's purposeful and it yeah. works. It's so self-aware. Like he knows exactly what he's aiming for. You know, I mean, it fits into these categories of like the bad horror movies, but then mm-hmm. at the same time, it's genuinely funny at times. Mm-hmm. The action is like decent for it being such a low budget movie. Oh yeah. I said re- I could never relax. It was no. Just- it's it's surprising. Concept. I would say if you're a fan, and this is gonna since I'm almost out of time, I'll move into my recommendations. But like fans of like you guys talked about like Reanimator mm-hmm. and like of oh, course yeah. Dawn of the Dead, Evil Dead series, like those like over the top gory, like you know bloody zombies and aliens yeah. and stuff. Um, check this movie out. Bad taste. It's surprisingly hard to find because he's talked about doing a 4K release for it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, this movie was out of New Zealand. It, it played at Con in '87. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, it got some recognition, but I mean, obviously he's known for different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I love that as you, oh, and I'm sorry, way oh, over my time. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll end with saying, and I'll let you th- share your thoughts, but I love how it's like, you know, there's this respect in this kind of, he holds himself in a certain way, you know, with like Lord of the Rings and this esteem. And then it's like, you look at his beginnings and mm-hmm. it's aliens with their heads being blown off and <laughs> ca- characters' brains falling oh, out of their God. head and they have to tie their head Put shut. Hat on, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I, oh, I did want to mention one thing. I don't, I didn't look up who did the score, oh. but the opening, the music, especially at the beginning, it really reminded me of something else and I can't put my finger on it. Maybe like sure. Psycho or something, you know, yeah. and I'll need to like listen to it again. But I had, I wrote a note, you know, well, I just wrote bad taste opening music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good notes, Jamie. Yeah. But, um, the music's like, the music's great. Yeah. I, I read that like every, all the filming, it was on his 16 millimeter camera and none of it had uh, audio. Yeah. So it was all in post, all wow. in post, the dialogue, cool. the sounds. And it's like, I mean, he really, it, this was a labor of love, you know, and it obviously worked for him. So yeah. I do have to add, I, I had the captions on while I was watching it on mm-hmm. my computer and so there was one a caption subtitle that really made me laugh. It says, ominous, but vaguely playful electronic music. And I just, I took a picture of it on my phone because I had to share that with people. I just thought, yeah, kind of sums it up, sums yeah. up the whole movie. Oh, you know? it's, uh, so. Just like the humor, it's so dry, yeah. it, but it's so good. I can't recommend it enough. Bad taste, only on Hoopla, uh, you know, waiting for Guffman, only on Canopy. So mm-hmm. we're representing both on here. 
Um, but those are our choices for the yeah. week. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back. We're Me gonna, too. We're gonna be, you know, releasing some videos and some promotion material. So again, we're gonna we're gonna space out the content, but that's because we're working on other things in the meantime. We got some other things coming out for you guys here soon. Um, Jamie, you know, we'll be hearing from you later soon this month. Yeah, I'm sorry, you, you I cut you off. What were you gonna oh, say? No, I don't. Oh, you looked like you were about to. Uh, no, you, I was just like, yeah. Well, I want you to, if you're okay with it, plug your possible upcoming podcast as well. Oh, yeah. We are starting a book podcast uh, called Fiction Addiction, and we will be recommending adult and young adult fiction titles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've got a couple episodes recorded now. We're working on Ben's writing me some theme music, yeah. which is pretty awesome, and doing a logo. And so hopefully that'll be going soon. Sure. So I'll be talking about books and movies. Yeah. So. And then, of course, we still got our Storycraft podcast mm-hmm. going as well. We are, we're busy over yeah. here at Pioneers. So we want to thank you guys so much for, for listening to us. Jamie, thank you for joining me today. We're excited to be back for 5-Minute Film Finder. Um, we're going to uh, go ahead and just plug this one more time, that using your library card, you have access to both these streaming uh, applications as well, Hoopla and Canopy. Uh, just make sure to check those out. Um, give We try to give them a shout out often because they're really out there doing mm-hmm. work they as got well. a lot of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if you ever guys want to reach out to us, we would always love your feedback at pi- uh, podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org and leave us a like and go ahead and share this content with us if you find it, uh, you know, adequate. <laughs> you know, if, it's okay. If, if it's okay. Yeah. You know, hey, what well, if you think it's okay and you want to say it to your friend, it's okay. <laughs> go ahead and do that. <laughs> if you got some time. We could always yeah. use that. So thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be joining you next time. And uh, Jamie, until then. All right. Thanks. Thanks.